This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back at the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's down to the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good. Quick, quick, boom! What's going on, faithfuls? It's your blurry boy, Mike, from the Nothing But Niners crew, and I am back. Why my camera is blurry, I don't know. Something's going on, because this was happening to my man, Croc, too. I, I saw Croc going through this also. It's It's got to be something with these cameras that's going on, or maybe the uh, the feed that we're using here. But I apologize about that. Guys, I'm here to have a fun episode tonight, man. We got a lot to talk about. Got some news to announce and everything, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Got my man, Wayne, jumping in here in a few minutes, so I'm going to do a little bit of stalling. We're going to run through these formalities. I'm going to try to roll up my sleeves a little bit, because it's hotter than I thought it was going to be with this with this hoodie on. I'm inside now. I'm not used to this. What's going on, everybody in the chat? I see y'all, man. Let me see how y'all doing out there, man. What's going on, y'all? Let me let me know how everybody in the chat is feeling right now. You guys are phenomenal. You guys are great. I'm going to run through these formalities, and I'm going to get back to the chat in a second, all right? If this is your first time here on the YouTube page, guys, and you enjoy the show, please like. Give us a thumbs up, all right? And if you really like it, then subscribe. And if you loved it, Turn on those notifications, all right? When you like it, it's going to help other people find you, find our show, all right? You have great taste. They're going to assume that other people have similar taste to you, that you like it, they'll like it, and they'll show us on the recommendation feed. So make sure you guys get on over there. I got to try to figure out how to get this camera to change. I'm not just smoking for fun. I'm a blow. Oh, there it is. See? Just a puff of smoke is all it took. All right. Give us a follow some of our social media platforms. We have Snapchat, Instagram and twitter those handles are nothing but nine ers again that is nothing but nine ers i have to emphasize to you guys the instagram page that is a new page we just started it because the old one got hacked man someone tried to get the quick witch scheme or something going on over there. i don't know exactly what happened but someone clicked the link they shouldn't have had and they got our information they got our password and they locked us out and they changed everything and it is no longer us so the new Instagram page is nothing but 9ERS, just like the Twitter and just like the Snapchat. But we also have Facebook and Twitch, and those handles are nothing but 9 are spelled all the way out. I think we're going to make it official, man. I think we're just going to drop the, the other stuff and just do the NB9ERS because, you know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just too much. It's just too much. But we are here. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for the support on all the various pages, all right? And emails here. 
If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, show suggestions, reviews of a show, anything, any kind of dialogue you guys want to have, I'm there. It's right there. NB9ERS at nothingbutniners.com. And last but certainly not least, we're recording some hot stuff for you guys, maybe even later tonight. Head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS, where we can go ahead and really, really enjoy each other. All right. Um, that is going to do it for all the formalities. Let me back to the chat, man. I want to know how everybody is feeling today. All right. I'm going to start at the top. Let me just see. Of course, DJ Malone is here half an hour, 45 minutes before anybody else. I said in the uh, description that I had an announcement to make. And he says, Mike, are you going to reveal the Krabby Patty formula? I'm not, man. I'm not. That's 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 forbidden. I didn't even watch SpongeBob, and I know that's like a thing, right? Like you can't just give up that formula like that, right? All right. Tony, can you please say Yugoslavia? Tony, can you say it? Don't get... oh, damn, Tony ain't here right now. Let me see if I even hit Tony up. See if he was joining tonight. Ah, he must be sleeping, guys. Sorry. I don't think we're going to see Tony tonight, all right? Um, I see 49ers throwback. He says, hey, guys, what's up to everybody? Andrew Martinez says, Mike, hold it down. Don't worry, guys. Wayne will be here soon. Don't you worry about that at all, all right? Kevin Porter, he knows how we start these shows, man. Click, click, boom. That's how you do it, man. Right? It's like a thing, right? I was, I did someone else's show, and they were like, "Mike, do it." It's like, do what? Like, start the show. I'm like, "Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, it's your boy Mike. I'm, I'm, I'm on nothing." But now he's like, "No, no, no, no. The noise you do, you got, you got to say, make the noise you make." I had no idea what he was talking about. I've been doing it for so long that it's like. It's not even a part of a thought process. I just, that's how I start the shows. And uh, that's what he was asking me to do, the click, click, boom. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, I, didn't, I don't even know when we started doing that. But it's pretty cool that people remember it. I really, really appreciate it. Charles Hayes says, let's go. Time to go on a winning streak. We're going to talk about that, man. We have the Panthers coming up this week. I am heading out of town. I will be leaving Friday, going down to Carolina. All right. We're going to get out there. We're going to enjoy the sunshine. If there's any faithful that are going to be out there, you guys want to hang out or something like that. If there's a meet and greet that you guys know about that I don't know about because I don't know about any of them. You guys let me know. I will happily bump into you guys out there. All right. Let me know where, where the get down is and I will be there. All right. Raphael says, what's up, Mike and everyone? Hope you're doing well. Uh, Manuel, he says, what up, fam? How you doing, bro? NBN Pineapple, y'all. I'm in the I'm in the nugget. I don't know why that came in my head. NBN pineapple. I'm thinking I'm in the nuggets, yo. I don't know. I don't know. I apologize, man. Jason's in the building. He says, what up, Mike? How you doing, man? Tony dreamed of Kyle. Mike, Chris, why are you always hating on Tony and how he defends coach, man? What's up? Like, why why you got Tony smoke for the, the coach defense? Like, he, he ain't bothering nobody. He's just saying that, you know, hey, y'all might be a little too hard on Kyle sometimes. And let's be honest, we are. We are, myself included, right? But that's part of the fandom. That's part of all my hats are crooked. Y'all weren't even going to tell me. Y'all weren't going to tell me that the hats was all twisted up and shit. That's not cool. I would have told y'all. I would have definitely told y'all. See, this isn't like a, this isn't like fake props or anything. Like this is, this is real stuff, man. All right, here we go. That's real. There we go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So anyhow, I can't keep stalling for Wayne, but shout out to everybody that's in here. Oh, 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 let me see. Did I see a super chat? I was scrolling too fast. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what's here. What's here? Uh, Yugoslavia. Chicken wing grease on the lens. Mike, come on, man. See, that almost sound racist. 
but I know it wasn't meant to be that way. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, my first ever Niners game was a win. Troy, glad you made it out the one minute. I mean, Troy, hold up. Let me give my man Troy a round of applause, y'all. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I got. I have a special appreciation for my man Troy. Thank you, Troy. Thank you, Troy. Going out there and securing the dub for our Niners, man. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. This night's night, you want him to go out. Listen, man, I don't, I don't know what happened there. I, I don't know why it'd be blurry like that. Never seen you on Twitch. What's going on, M Hot? M Hot, them not. That's gangster. Or oh, is that your chick? Probably not even going to catch that. It's fine. Uh, Mike's on a flip phone camera. Yo, all right. So y'all just going, Mike got dial up. See, this is why I said I would stop reading all the chats, man. This is why I said I'm going to stop reading all the chats. That's cool. That's cool. Shout out to the Twitch community. I see y'all out there holding us down, watching us, man. Uh, Master Chef with the super chat, the first super chat of the show. He says, What's good, family? Winning these week. Hey, we got to go out there and win this week. We have to, but I don't know, man. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit concerned. I'm a little bit concerned. Um, but guys, listen, let's talk about some of the stuff that happened in the last game. I was trying to wait for Wayne to get here. I know he's going to be on the next like 10, 15 minutes, but I don't want to wait too long. We got some 49ers news to discuss, so we'll start with that. Uh, guys, make sure you check out my man's channel right here, Master Chef. You guys like looking at food. Listen, man, I just got done eating, right? You go out, you work a hard day of work. You have a nice lunch. I, I tried to be healthy today. I had a salad, right? But it's cool. I did what I had to do. Had my salad. I come home. I'm ready to eat. I got some tacos here, right? And I'm not talking about the little crunchy with the, with the, you know, I'm talking about like the real life tacos i got chicken tacos and i got steak tacos so i'm ready i'm eating them i'm tearing them up and i was like you know what man i promised my man master chef i was gonna watch his video so if you promise jay something you got to come through because jay would do the same thing for you so i go on he sends me the link and i'm watching the video and i'm thinking it's 49ers content i'm sitting here with a full stomach getting hungry watching my man's video it's crazy all it was was, it was just food which is food, but it looks so damn good. Guys, do yourselves a favor. They're short. They're little shorts, right? So it's, it's not like 20, 30 minutes, not even five minutes. They're nice short videos. Head on over to the channel. It's right there below, guys. My man Jay is doing his thing. I'm proud of you, big dog. Keep up the good work. I'm going to buy some ribs and bring them to you, but you can cook them for me. All right? I got you, man. I, I, you, you can hook me up. All right? And then I, I will appreciate it for sure, for sure, for sure. All right. Let me see what else we got in here. Let's hit, let's hit these super chats really quick. And then we're gonna go to uh we're gonna we're gonna put what I what that what am I saying? Oh yeah, let me let me do the rest of these super chats and then uh we're gonna get going. We're gonna keep it rocking. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be going to the Chapman thing. Someone said that in here. Who said it? Yes, yes, yes. I gotta hit my man John up real quick. I forgot all about that's that's the that's the meet and greet we'll be going to. That's the one right there to hang out. All right, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be chilling with my man John. That y'all gotta deal with me now, man. They gotta deal with us. All right, that's another story for another time. All right, here we go. Jay is back again, man. He went back to back with it. Okay, I see you. He says, "Uh, bringing bringing flag to ATL for all the for all to sign for me." Hey, look, man, Wayne's gonna be out there. I won't make it, but Wayne's gonna be in Atlanta. So make sure you bring it over there. Yo, you know what you should do, man. My suggestion, you know. Get one of those dope old school markers that you could write in like silver or gold with the kind where the tip was like that and the marker was fat, but you had to kind of like press down and 
If you're just getting signatures. Now, if you're going to have people write on it, that's a little different. But if you're just getting signatures or something like that, like get the, the good markers that like go through. You got to have to let that joint wave and dry for a little bit, you know. But, man, those markers showed up really, really well. Jaguayo, thank you for the super chat as well. He says, at nothing but Niners, feeling better than last week. First place. Yes. That's it, guys. That's it. That's it. You got it. Like, I know the losses were disappointing, right? I know that we should have probably beat the Bears. We should have, right? We probably should have beat the Broncos. I mean, when your defense only, you know, gives up six points, you got to win that game. You got to win that game, right? Um, But what's done is done. And when the smoke settles, we end up here where we are. And where we are is first place in the division in the first quarter of the season. Didn't take three and one. Didn't take four and four. All that matters right now is getting the dubs and staying atop the division. I know it's mad early. I know a lot can change. I know a lot will change, right? But it's where we are. And if you had predicted that the 49ers were going to be 4-0 to start the, the season, guess what? We still would have been in first place. If you had predicted that we were going to be three and one to start the season, we still would have been in first place. So it's not just the record. It's also the teams we beat. We took care of business in house. We took care of the guys that we needed to. So that's what I really like to see. Uh, You you know, listen, we're going to struggle a little bit. You want the two losses that you do take to be outside the division. It sucks. We got that one loss against Chicago because they're an NFC opponent. Uh, I would have liked to see us win that one as well, but it is what it is, you know, that could come back to bite us in the butt with some tiebreakers later on in the season. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. All right. Let's get to the latest 49ers news. All right. Um, there's some stuff going on with our beloved team, and I'm here to discuss all of it. All right. So let me see here. Did I? Oh, I don't even think I uh, I put the pictures in yet. My bad, guys. All right. Well, check us out, man. Ooh, not that one. Boom. We're going to start with the latest. 49ers news, notes, and nuggets. All right, boom. This is the first one here from our friends over at San Francisco 49ers page, 49ers. They say the 49ers today announced that the team has opened the practice windows for cornerback Jason Verrett and defensive back Jimmy Ward. This was impressive to me. I really like seeing this. By the way, round of applause for those guys too. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be one of those shows, man. It's going to be one of those shows. Round of applause for Jason Verrett. And Jimmy Ward coming back to the squad. Happy to see it. Happy to hear it. And that gives us that first topic. All right. Let's go. Right. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Thank you. All right. So that brings us our first topic, right? 49ers have Jason Verrett opening his window. Jimmy Ward opening the window. And Kyle said at the presser today, they have a chance to play on Sunday. I'm a big person. I believe in chemistry. I believe in communication. I believe in so many different things. We have the top safety tandem in the entire NFL. We just going to throw that away? Yo, it's hot. It's hot. I'm sorry. I got I to come up out of this. Maybe just take one of the arms out or something. It's hot, though. Oh, my God. I am sweating like I'm on trial in here. All right. Um, we just going we just going to break that up. 
we we just gonna we're gonna toss aside the chemistry, the rapport that we've built. I get it, right? Ideally, Jimmy Ward is a better corner. I mean, a better safety than you know. Damn, now my shirt's all messed up. Ideally, Jimmy Ward's a better safety than Gibson. I get that. Make no mistakes about what I'm saying at all. All right. Jason Verrett, we've seen him come back a couple of times here, and one time wasn't so good. They kind of put him to the side again, came back again, and boom, Jason Verrett was the man. I'm cool with that, but our, our corners ain't, they not, what's the, like, why? I saw Lenore go out there and do his thing last week. I was happy with the results. I've been cooling on 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 uh, Emmanuel Mosley. I like what I've been seeing out of Mosley. Like, for what? And we definitely know we're not doing anything with your various ward, right? And they're playing sides. Like, it's not – like, the Niners are so good in that secondary right now, and we could blame it on the, on the pass rush, whatever. They're so good in that secondary right now, those boys aren't even changing sides. Like, they just – hey, this is your side, this is my side. I don't care who – Send wide receiver one my way. Nope, send them my way. You can move your pieces around all you want. My side, your side. And now we about to just hit the shuffle button on all that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I got to see how it goes. I'm going to see how it plays. I just don't want a whole lot to change. You know what I'm saying? I just I don't want a whole lot to change. Uh, I like the chemistry in which we have. And I people are going to say, all right, well, Mike, but we haven't played the Chiefs yet. They're going to throw the ball all over on us. What about then? And you might be right. You might be on to something. You might be on to something. First game was the Monsoon Bowl. The Monsoon Bowl. We're out there. We're playing against, you know, Justin Fields. He hasn't been taking shots down the field all year. So maybe that's just not in their offense. That's not in the repertoire over there, right? Then week two, you go out there and you play against the Seahawks. It was Geno Smith. He ain't had the confidence he had now. That man, that man is out there slinging. Geno Smith got one of the better quarterback ratings in the entire NFL this year. Like, I don't know what got into him. I don't Pete Carroll, man, he got he got that water bottle that uh said Mike's magic stuff in it, you know, that Pete Carroll is passing that shit around the locker room and they really buying in over there, especially on the offense. They just dropped almost 50 points last week, right? Something crazy. Um, but Geno Smith don't know that he Geno Smith. He out there, you know, really doing his thing. And I like seeing him do his thing. That's cool, like great. But it was Geno Smith week too. And they weren't doing much of anything. And then there was Denver. And even with Denver, even though it was a loss, right, we only allowed six points on defense. The corners weren't a problem. And Denver got some guys over there. And then you look at last week. And last week, I mean, are you going to say that you're upset about how many yards? Are you going to say you were upset about how many yards we gave up to my man, you know, like that's that's fine. You could say that. Um, Cooper Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup. He he went off. He went off. He he had mad mad receptions. No big games though. I'm turning it off. I got it here. But can you turn the air conditioner on or something? I am I'm sweating here. And it's definitely trying to turn the air conditioner off. I mean, it's trying to turn the central air on. Seventy-three degrees in here. 
Sorry, guys. I'm trying to stop melting. I turned it off and it's still on. What's happening? Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, damn, what, the, what was I saying? Oh, but my point is, though, uh, Cooper Cup, right? He goes out there, he gets all his yards, he gets a bunch of catches. No, no catches, like no, no real big catches. We didn't allow a, a catch over 20 yards. Like it was dink and dunk all the way down the field. They had to design screens and stuff. But like the Niners were doing their thing. You're not throwing the ball downfield on us. Even if you had a big game, their biggest game of the night, I promise you, it was one of those screen plays. It was not a pass that was 10, 15 yards in the air. These corners are really, really holding guys now. They're keeping everything in front of them. They're doing a good job. I'm just not sure I want to go ahead and see that kind of change happen. I don't know if I want to see people go out there and just hit the shuffle button, regardless of who the players are. You know, sometimes you have a starter. Oh, this is going to sound like I'm hating. See, this is why I need Wayne in here. He's going to be in here soon. But I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to sound like I'm hating. Sometimes you have a starter, and then that starter gets hurt, or that starter can't play in the game for a personal reason of some sort, and then the backup comes in, and you say, oh, shoot. Like, we, we might have something here. Why can't that be the case right now? And I'm not saying Hufunga over Ward. I'm not saying Gibson over Ward. I'm not saying Verrett over uh, Mosley or Mosley over Verrett. I'm just talking football real quick. Sometimes when the backup gets in there, you can't just go back. You can't just be like, never mind. The job is yours now. Especially if this guy hasn't done anything to lose that position. And I like what I saw from this defense. I really, really like what I saw. That I saw a stat today said Hufunga and Gibson have allowed a passer rating of 0.0. I don't know if it's true. I don't come up with these numbers. I don't do none of that stuff. I know what I read, that what I read could be wrong. It was from somebody with a check mark. It was like a PFF stat or something. I don't know. But that's what it said. Let's just let's just switch it up. Let's put Ward back out, out there now. Let's put Verrett back out there. I digress. All right. Let's keep it going. We got some more with the latest rumors and all with the 49ers here. Uh, in addition to uh, Ward and Verrett's uh, windows being opened up, Kyle said that they could possibly play on Sunday. We'll see. Um, additionally, the team has signed wide receiver Willie Sneed, the fourth, to the team's practice squad. See, that's the, that's the fourth, y'all. That IV don't mean that he need help. He need liquid. It means the fourth. It means the fourth. For those of you who aren't familiar with Roman numerals, okay, the V is five. And one before the V is four. And then the one after the V is six. See? See, that's how it works. That's how it works. Roman numeral lesson 101. All right? So... My man is back out there now. Hey, Peachy. What's going on, Callie? I see y'all. All right. Um, my man's back out there now. He's back on the practice squad. Uh, it was a weird, like, little trans transition for him. It was, like, elevated, and he was cut, and now he's brought right back. I, I, I wonder what was going on. It was weird. I don't even know if he was active on game day. All right? So, you know, I don't know. No, I, 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 knew, I knew Roman numerals when I was, like, five. Like, that was my thing, trying to figure that stuff out. All right. So 
We have more rumors, though. We have more stuff to talk about with the 49ers. A couple more uh, tweets that I saw today that I want to share with you guys. Willie Sneed, welcome back to the squad, man. Welcome back to the squad. All right? Um, Boom, right here. Today's practice report. More importantly, today's injury report. This is what I wanted to discuss with you guys. All right? Did not participate, and it's a long list. But it's a list of some people that I think maybe – well, never mind. Let me shut up. Uh, Armstead, foot and ankle. Bosa, just a resting day, thank God. Uh, Davis Price, ankle. Kinlaw, knee. Croft, knee. McKivitt's knee. Moore, hamstring. Williams, ankle. What I was going to say was some of these guys should be on, on the IR list. I don't know what the Niners' apprehension is with putting these guys on this list. It's not it's not a bad look for them. It's not a it's not something that's gonna get them in trouble. What's up, Melissa? I see you in the chat. Um I don't I don't quite get it. I don't understand why they won't put Trent Williams on IR. Well, why they didn't now. I mean, we we two weeks away now, so you know, forget it now. But uh Trent Williams should have been on there. Ty Davis Price should have been on there. I'm not sure what the fear is, you know. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not sure what's happening here. Uh, but limited in practice today was uh, Dwelly and Jennings. Now, Dwelly has a rib injury. Jennings has an ankle injury. I wonder when he dinged up his ankle. My man was doing his thing out there blocking and getting physical with people. I was happy to not see him getting any fights in this game. I don't think that was him. Somebody was somebody was getting pushed around a little bit. Who was that? Oh, it was Ayuk. Ayuk was getting into it with people. Now, we got some feisty-ass wide receivers, man. That I'm thinking about it. We have some really, really feisty wide receivers. Um, and I like it. I'm here for it. You know, keep them coming. Make keep frustrating guy. When you when you're a wide receiver and you're frustrating the opposing team, that is a very, very good thing. You know what I'm saying? That is a very, very good thing. You're getting them out of character. That's what I like to see. I love to see it. So that's that. All right. So we talked about the injuries. Um, let's let's start digging into this game a little bit. All right. I want to start with the offensive side of the ball. Let me let me change this banner here. All right. Monday night football had me all messed up. Woke up the next day thinking it was Monday. I went to work, came home. My wife was like, You gotta take the baby to ballet. And I'm like, All right, like maybe I'm still half asleep. Ballet is usually on Tuesdays. It's like, oh shit, it's Tuesday. Drop her off, come home, chilling. She's at ballet for three hours. Go pick her up, bring her home. And I'm like, hmm, you want to watch this? Game of Thrones. You want to watch that? Walking Dead. You want to watch this? We got all these shows that we we had to catch up on. Uh, C, another one, right? No promo. Got all these shows we need to catch up on. And I'm sitting around watching them. And I'm like, cool. I'm just having a grand old time. And then out of nowhere, like it hits me. It's like 10 30, 11 o'clock. It just hits me. Mike, today is Tuesday. You're supposed to be doing a show. And I was like, oh my God. I was supposed to be doing a show today. But the cool thing is this we had Monday night football. We never do shows on Tuesdays following Monday night football. It always throws the week off a little bit, but it was something that like my whole day was crazy. Today didn't feel like Wednesday to me at all. It didn't feel like Wednesday to me at all. Um, I don't know when my body's going to get back on track, but hopefully it happens. Hopefully it happens soon. Uh, I just got to, I got to get it right. I got to get right over here. All right. 
Um, the 49ers offense. All right, guys, this is what I'm going to ask y'all to do. Our first activity of the night. I can't post any polls in here. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys on a scale of 1 to 10. I want you guys to rate the 49ers offense. All right? So while you guys do that, I'm going to be I'm going to be looking, I'm going to be reading um and I want to uh see if, how many um I'm going to try to take an average, just a rough eyeball test average, okay? I want to know how y'all feel about the 49ers offense, all right? Are y'all happy with what you saw? Be happy to be happy, or were you disappointed with what you thought? All right, let's see what we got going on in here. Just the offense side, not the whole team, but just talking the offense. All right, I got a two, got a six, seven, got a six we got a seven we got a six and a half oh is this the highest grade alan jackson thank you man we got an eight we got a five we got a six all right six to seven we'll call that 6.5 uh we got a seven four four six all right i think what we're gonna go with here You got you guys can't hear me. What's happening right now? Can y'all hear me? Thumbs up if y'all can hear me because it says I'm, I'm up. Oh, it's better now. Okay, I'm good now. I don't I'm not sure what happened. Sorry. I wasn't I didn't touch anything. All right. So um I think. I think if I'm looking at all these, we had some twos in here, man. Um, I think the highest one was an eight. I do I do see a nine after I saw the mic, your mic, and the muffled and all that stuff. I did see a nine in there. Uh, I'm going to say that we're going to probably end up around 6.8 with all the votes are all tallied up and divided evenly. A 6.8 is where you guys have this 49ers offense. I respect that. I do. Um, there were some positives to take away. Jimmy didn't look as bad as he did the previous week. Jimmy looked more decisive. He looked more confident. He looked more prepared, right? Jimmy Garoppolo didn't look nearly as bad as he looked last week. I didn't see him running from any ghosts. Um, and for the first time in a long time, I didn't have too many moments where I gasped. Like, oh, God, y'all can't hear me again? Are y'all for real? Can y'all hear me? 
Mic check, mic check. Hello, hello. My man was just on mute. All right, I don't know. If it goes out again, guys, let me know. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, thank you all for letting me know you can hear me. Um, so Jimmy kind of like he he was he was okay. He was okay. Um, what I need to see from this team though is some some stuff has to start to come together, has to come together a little bit. First two drives, you always feel confident in them because the Niners do a really good job of scripting their plays. We're going to move the ball down the field. Um, what I liked the most was we converted three that I can remember, three third downs on the opening drive, the opening drive. And one of them was a third and long, right? Like a third and seven, third and eight. Um, we were moving the ball really, really well. All right. And again, decisive throws, quick throws from Jimmy, just boom, boom, boom meticulous marching down the field i really liked what i was seeing from this team especially in those first two drives um we went the whole game before against denver without converting the first down until like the last drive it was good uh, on third down third down conversion uh it was it was very very good to see them come out and do the exact opposite on that opening drive three boom back to back to back like just get out there and do them i love seeing that really really appreciated that we didn't maintain that same level of success throughout the enti entirety of the game, but we were still moving the ball well. There wasn't a third down where I felt like, oh, well, just go ahead and get ready to punt. Well, there was one of them. There was one of them. Um, but, you know, it was it was a little bit of uh, concern for me in the second half. I got all upset. I felt like we didn't score anything in the second half. Um, and I, I was like, I had to go back and look at the box score, right? And I'm like, how can we keep winning games like this if we don't do shit in the second half of the game, right? Now, we did have a good fourth quarter, but the offense didn't. The offense did not have a good fourth quarter. I'm, very, I'm just talking about the offense right now. You look at the box score, it's going to say we scored 10 points. And I'm like, yeah, but bro, we didn't. But we didn't score 10 points. And I got really upset with Kyle Shanahan. And I'm like, bro, like, you call yourself this offensive genius. You're supposed to be this guru. Like, bro, like, you have to do something more than what you're doing with this team. You have been here the longest. You've changed defensive coordinators. You've changed different people in your personnel. But this offense is your baby. You've had the same quarterback. I want more production from Kyle Shanahan. That's what I was thinking. Then I started my rewatch, and I focused right in the second half. Like, let me just see. Let me get to it. This is the part that frustrates me. So I light up, smoking. see it's moving the ball some I said, okay then i see a bad throw it's like damn and i'm continuing to watch the second half the second half is just like we're moving the ball why didn't we get any points we go to kick a field goal we missed it wasn't blocked wasn't tipped the hold was great the snap was great Robbie just missed one. All right. That's three points that we didn't get that the offense should have got. So that takes us up to six now. Six points that the offense would have had in the second half. Because don't forget, we did get another field goal later on. And I'm watching later. We're marching down the field. We're marching down the field. It's a big play. And they throw the ball to George Kittle. Touchdown. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, yo, Kittle did not score a touchdown in this game. 
And it was the play where his foot was on the line. It's out of bounds. We didn't get that one. That's four more points right there. That's four more points right there. So, you know, that's another seven points that we should have had in the second half. Depends on who you ask. Some people are going to tell you it was 10 points because of the field goal and a touchdown. Um, they're going to tell you that we should have had those points there. And, look, I understand that. Uh, and then when you factor in the other field goal that we had, I stepped back and I said, you know what? Not mad at what we did in the second half. What I like is to capitalize. Absolutely. What I like is to uh, be more, more decisive when we are looking at, uh, you know, where we are in the field. You know, last week, Jimmy Garoppolo ran out of the back of the end zone. This week, George Kittle catches a touchdown with a foot out of the end zone, but the opposite direction, you know, like one's going this way, the other one's going that way. So I do understand what I saw, but it's okay, man. It's all right. It's still week four. It's still early. These guys are going to get it together, and that was promising. And if you had have got those points, if you add 10 more points to that, all of a sudden you're looking at this game, looking at this team, we put up a 30-something, 30-something points on this team, 34 points. It's like, all right, it's not bad. It's not bad, you know? So I'm not I'm not upset. Um, I was doing my, my little runnings around on Twitter, and I'm looking at what people are saying. You know, everyone can't wait to post the All-22. And there were some plays, man. There were some plays where the running backs took the wrong hole. Still got some positive yards out of it. Still converted some first downs. But – they hit some of the wrong holes. They didn't hit the, the open hole first. Here we go with this fuzzy picture shit again. I think it's my hair. I think it's my hair. I think my hair is messing with it. All right. Um, and then I was looking at some of the offensive linemen. Those offensive linemen look pretty good. The offensive lineman looked pretty good. I was a little, you know, nervous about what was going to be happening at the left tackle spot. We did all right. I was a little nervous about what was going to be happening at the right guard spot. Did a little bit of Chuck, but we did all right. We did all right. They gave Brunskill a couple of snaps against Aaron Donald. They said, hey, you know what, man? We know that you is daddy. Go say hi to your son. And he went out there and did his thing for a little bit, and then they sent my man Burford back out there. You know what I mean? I like to see Kyle sticking with Burford. If that's your guy, if that's your guard, keep him your guard. What I did like was they took the opportunity after he just completely whiffed on a, on a pass and let Jimmy Garoppolo get blasted. Didn't touch Aaron Donald. If there's one player on the defensive line, it cannot be that. It can't. That's the one you can't do that with. They pull him to the side. They send Bank, uh, uh, Brunskill out there, and they talk to this young man on the sideline. Hey, you need you need to really really focus. I understand this is your first time going up against a player of that caliber. You got to chill out. You have to, you, you got to know your assignment, play your gaps, keep, keep tight, stay low. Like they give them the whole talk and they put them back out there. They put them back out there. And I was really, really happy to see that. Don't bench him for the whole game. I don't know if Brunskill got hurt. I don't know if that's why he came back out or whatever. I, I'm not sure. I was happy to see Burford go back out there. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see this team. You pick the guy, you stick with the guy. Unless you're going to tell me that Burford only earned that starting position due to injury, which is a possibility, but that's fine. But that's not what we heard. 
all through camp, all through preseason. It was Burford, 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 best guard in the league, best guard in the league. All right. I like what I was seeing from the offensive line. I loved what I was seeing from Banks. Banks is a person that I feel everybody in the fan base owes an apology. I can't tell you how many times people said that this man was trash. This man was garbage. This man was a bust. No second round pick ever played less snaps than Aaron Banks for the 49ers. And people were killing him. And I'm sitting here like, yo, y'all got to chill out. We had people saying, this guy's not a system fit. He's not a scheme fit. He's not going to do well here. I don't know what Kyle is thinking. Blah, blah, blah. People were killing him. Yo, apologize to that man. I come on here all the time and I apologize to players I give shit to. Y'all got to be big enough to do it too. I'm not telling y'all to apologize in the chat and nothing like that. that. That's between y'all and your, and your conscious. But y'all owe these people some apologies. We got to stop being so quick to just put a tag on somebody. I've never seen a fan base that doesn't want players to develop. I've never, ever seen it before. These guys got to come in here day one after being a rookie and be all pros or they're not worth it. Never seen it before. Never, ever seen nothing like that before. Seems like it's only here in this fan base. Let these guys develop. Let them develop, guys. You don't invest a second-round pick in a guy that you don't think you can whip into shape and have him be who you want him to be. A second-round pick. You don't do that. You don't do that. All right? <laughs> he said, I tried to get Croc to apologize, but he didn't. And look, there's some people that's not going to do it. Uh-oh. I'm getting some messages. Hold on, y'all. I just realized what time it was. I should call Croc now. Why ain't he apologized? What'd he say? Y'all gonna make me upset. All right. Sorry. Um, Wayne is texting me. I think he's gonna be jumping in soon now. Um, you know, but my point is, you know, people, oh, he's not a fit. Like they're looking at they're looking at college film and saying that this guy is not a fit here. And my question is, y'all saw these people play in one system. How the hell you know he's not a fit here? Because of the system he came from? What if the Niners only looked at certain plays? What if the Niners only looked at certain plays of his to determine if they thought he was going to be a fit in the system and people kill banks they absolutely kill banks and i never saw anything like it and i i never got on that train i say hey yo, you know y'all want to kill him kill him that's on y'all y'all go out there y'all do that i'm not doing it y'all could do that but i'm not i'm not wired that way i can't say this man's a bust i haven't seen him do shit I haven't seen him fail and i watched him in preseason I saw him take some good snaps. I saw him take some bad snaps. And I'm like, yo, like, we got to see what happens. So, guys, just be patient with these guys, okay? Everyone exalted and praised Burford. And Burford, he ain't one of the top guards in the league right now. If y'all trust your your, your, your vaunted PFF and, and things like that, he, he ain't all the way up there. He's, he's not all the way up there, all right? But... Shout out to my man Banks. Shout out to my man Burford, too. That's not a shot at him. I'm just saying, like, look at the extremes. Everyone put this one guy on the pedestal. 
Oh, let him play left guard. He's better than Banks. He's better than Banks. That's what everybody kept saying. You give me a thumbs up when you're ready, bro. Um, put put him at left guard. You know, let let him play left guard. You know, we Banks is a bust. Banks is a bust. Now all of a sudden we're looking and 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 look who's the better of the two right now. Not only who's the better of the two, but like everybody was just wrong. All these early assessments, we gotta let these guys develop. Uh, Wayne, what I'm talking about right now is the offense, man. Uh, did you have any takeaways from the offense in this game? No, before that, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm just just trying to catch up. You feeling me in, bro? I'm sitting here just listening, man. You watch the game over. I know you do your all 22 breakdowns and things like that. Rate yes. the offense on a scale of one to ten. Um. All right, so if I'm rating them on a scale of one to ten, I give them a B plus. The whole offense. The offense, yeah. I, well, I tell you what, I, I give the, them a B the plus last for the game. last game. For the last game. Oh, I gave the offense a B plus. Well, no, I didn't. Hold on. I'm about to say that's like an eighty. That's an eighty-eight, eight point eight. I gave the whole team a B plus. What did I do to offense? I think I gave the offense a. Do do an 80 shoot, what was my grade? Do 85 plus I I do mine as passing and rushing. So do an 80 do an 89 plus an 80 and then divide by two. That's 189 divided by two. That's what I gave you. It ain't no 189. You said an 89 and an 80. I mean right? 169 divided by two. Sorry. Right. So let's just say 170. That'll be 85. So That's it's 84 and, 84 and a half. Yeah. All right, so 84 and a half. That's still a pretty high grade. Now, that couldn't have been based off of points. How did you come well, up with that? that? That's actually what I'm getting to here. I think the offense did better than what people think. You know, that foot uh, out the line for Debo, I mean, for uh, Kittle, that should have been more points. Uh, the Robbie goal, missed field goal, that should have been more points. You know, and then we did have another field goal in the second half also. So we would have scored more points in the second half than we did in the first half on offense. Yeah, I mean, I don't just rate it off of points. It's it's rated off of points, misplays, uh, like it's a whole bunch of stuff, right? And so I understand that the offense only put up 14 points, but I also based on how they were flowing with the game, the offense were, was in control the whole game. I keep trying to tell people we were leading, we were up by eight, regardless of the way it looked, and, and we were up by eight. And so we had the lead we once we took the lead in that game after being down three to seven it was a wrap i felt like the offense was in control and then you got to factor in you know what i'm saying like some of the mishaps uh i thought i gave i think i gave the offensive line like the highest rating grade uh and that's what bumped the grade up a lot uh was that a surprise to you uh be honest I am honest. I told y'all I'm on Mickey Figgy's not to worry about the offensive line. I've been saying that from the jump. We need to go back and rewind these shows. Kept telling people, stop worrying about the offensive line. Give them time to gel, and they will get better. My word, your word for gelling is developed. So it's the same difference. But you got to give them time. <laughs> Yo, Terra Dome is on your ass, bro. He said, <laughs> did you catch that? On a scale of 1 to 10, I gave him a B. <laughs> Well, because I because I was gonna say eight, yeah, whatever. I love it. I love how they yo like they on it. They on it. They've been giving me shit the whole time too. So it's all. At good, least they man. listen. They not they they not hard of hearing. 
Right, right. So I was actually really impressed with the offensive line. Um, and what I what my focus was, uh, and I'm going to ask you this because I didn't do a breakdown of the film or anything like that. Burford had that really, really big whiff. Got Jimmy hit early. Completely just didn't touch Aaron Donald's, right? They pull him out. They put Brunskill in. I said they were just letting Brunskill go say hi to his son. But then they pulled Brunskill back out and put Burford back in. Did Brunskill play bad? Did he get hurt? Or was that just so they could coach up Burford on the sideline? What do you what what happened with that? I mean, if Burford is the starting right guard, if if if, if you made a big mistake like that, that could have caused your quarterback. You got to understand the mistake he made, how detrimental it could have been to the team. You get what I'm saying? So he was taken out, which was good. He needed to be taken out. He needed to be coached up, right? Listen, you're playing the best defensive lineman, arguably, in football. He's been the best for the past three, four years. You cannot let him go to your quarterback unabated. Like, literally. And I don't know what ghost he was seeing, but he just straight up whiffed and just said, I'm just going to block with the center. I'm going to block the center guy, and I'm going to forget Aaron Donald. And so I'm glad they took him out. Um, I'm glad, but but I'm I'm more than glad that they put him back in. That let me know that this team has faith in in, in the young guy Spencer Burford. As far as Daniel Brunskill, he didn't play bad at all. In fact, he wasn't giving up many pressures. Like he didn't give. I don't even think he gave up any pressures. Like Daniel Brunskill was on point. I think our best offensive lineman, other than you know, your boy Aaron Banks, because you're going to say he was the best was Colton McKibbins. I think Colton McKibbins was having the best game until the injury. This team is this team is solid. Listen, they're going on a road trip, Mike. They're going to be sleeping together, bonding together on the bus. Like, it's going to be crazy. They're only going to get more in sync. You factor in Trent. Why Trent Williams was coming back earlier than expected. I could feel it. Why? Because this team is just bringing him that good juju. Offensive lines are going to get better. We just had to give them time to gel. That's why I wasn't worried about it. Now, if you ask me, am I worried about the offensive line? Now, speaking of that, and and Jalen Moore, Jalen Moore was good. Jalen Moore was good. Go figure, Jalen Moore was good. Maybe he's got to be a third-string guy in order to be good. So the offensive line got the best grade on the offense. I didn't like our run game as much. I liked some of the plays, but yeah, we 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 gotta do. We gotta. I don't know what's good with the run game. Maybe it's a different schematic, different different person. Now I don't know what it is, but I would like well, to see a hundred yard running back. I saw um, I we, I saw some plays where it looks like the the running back Jeff Wilson uh, took the wrong hole a couple times. He still he got, got positive a- yards out of it. But He's not an outside like, guy, Mike. He's okay. Not an outside All right. guy. Now let me let me you you said something here. I wasn't going to mention this, but you, since you brought it up, uh, I am I am going to talk about it real quick. There were a lot of people after last week, well after the week before, because last week technically was Monday night, right? But the two games ago, saying forget Jimmy, let's put in Brock Purdy. Let's just see something different. I don't want to see a whole season of this. Mm. Um, and Kyle was asked about his confidence in Purdy. And he was like, look, he's you know, he's the next man up. He's going to be ready uh, if his number's called, right? Um, they Burford, 
uh, I, I don't know if he was credited for it, but he allowed that hit on Jimmy, the one hit that that uh, 99 uh, Donald got on him. Um, mm-hmm. Told him, you said what he could have cost the team that could have been detrimental to the team. That oh, tells yeah. me that they they pulled him to talk to him like that immediately. Mm-hmm. That tells me then they really don't want Purdy going out there. Otherwise, you let that young man play through it. And, and they did kind of let it. They, they pulled him, talked to him, put him back out there. But that tells me that this offense, Kyle Shanahan, don't want Purdy out there if he don't have to be out there. Right? Or maybe I'm looking into it too much. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm trying to. I'm trying to understand your deception here, or your perception here, for this. I, I all I'm saying is, if Burford, if if Aaron Donald would have would have, you know, I don't know, J- Jimmy getting rid of the ball quick is probably what saved Jimmy's career because <laughs> he was able to brace himself for the hit because Aaron Donald came in untouched. I don't know if, if what you're saying makes any sense to me, but hey, it might. It, it may make what sense. I, what I'm saying other- is this. I'm saying that he completely missed on Aaron Donald. Jimmy g- gets hit, and now all of a sudden it's like, hey, you can't do that. I don't want to put Purdy in right now. You can't do that because Jimmy will get hit, hurt if you keep making that mistake. That's what I'm saying. And I, okay. you said that it was – it was. It could have been very detrimental letting Aaron Donald get a free rush like that to the quarterback. Right, because you could have lost Jimmy for the season. Right, right. We know how frail he is, so the, I, I think that's what they. I think they were trying to avoid. And that. and remember, remember. I mean, they're they're chalking it down to nothing, Mike. But remember, Jimmy, Brock Purdy was warming up on the sideline. And Jimmy was warming up on the sideline because, but they said it was nothing. They said it was just him trying to stay loose. I call bullcrap. And I think Jimmy got a little banged up in there in that game. Because wasn't it on the next series? Did we score the touchdown on the next series after that? And then after that, he went like three and out because he missed three pass plays. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's a little dinged up. What was more interesting about the whole thing was it was Mayoko that tweeted it. He don't usually tweet stuff like that during the game. Good point, Mike. He don't usually tweet stuff like that. And I think that kind of worried. I know it worried me when I saw him say it, you know, Uh, during the live thing. We saw the tweet. I was like, oh, my God, like what's about to happen? You know what I'm saying? By the way, guys, keep those super chats coming. I know there's a lot we didn't get to. We have a super chat segment later on in the show. Uh, I will get to them. I promise you I didn't forget them. We will take care of them uh, in the in the time frame, you know, and we'll cover them all very well. Wayne, while I got you here, man, you want to go ahead and make this announcement? You want to let everybody know what we're doing? I mean, Listen, we everybody, check this out. So Mike and Ike and I, we are going to be hosting the Nothing But Niners slash Nitty Gritty Niners on the 49ers website. Now, it's on a specific site. So, Mike, we got to let them know how they can, how they can watch. All right? On next Tuesday... 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to go live on both of our channels to a brief introduction at the same time. But the only way you can watch the show, and we need you there, is if you become a 49er member of the support club. And you can do that by going to the link in the description of the show, sign up, 
it's $79 for the year, all right? And you're going to get really cool exclusive things, right? You're going to get a nice, cool press prize box that's going to be included with a bunch of good things from the 49ers. I don't have it with me right now, but we're, Mike and I are going to do the unveiling once our package comes so you can see some of the stuff you can get. But for $79 for the year, you're going to get that, and you're going to get the inside info on the latest steal with the 49ers. So you're going to get exclusive rights to certain things and things like that. Become a member of the support club. Help support your boy Mike and Breezy, man. We're doing it big over here. Nothing but Niners, nitty gritty. We in the building, baby. Let's go. That's right, guys. Here it is right here. Uh, presented by socials.com. All right. Every Tuesday they do this here. 49er Supports Club. It's an exclusive podcast there. Uh, reviewing the previous game, previewing the next game. And, guys, we have the next one this this coming Tuesday. Wayne told you the time. The website is right there on your screen, supporters.49ers.com. You do, this is something that you guys have to pay for, but it's worth it. You get, Like he said, you get a box of goodies. Um, you guys get some exclusive content and everything over there. Make sure you guys go and check it out. You can go back and watch some of the old ones. They had Brad Graham on earlier. They had uh, John Chapman on earlier. Now they're going to have us on. Like they, they have a bunch of good stuff going on for you guys. You aren't going to want to miss it. Um, so make sure you guys tune in. Um, that's the website right there, supporters.49ers.com. Go over there, sign up, become a member. All right? It's worth it. Support this team. Support the Niners. And more importantly, come support us, man. Come, come by and support us. We appreciate it. All right? So you guys get on over there and check that out, man. Working with the 49ers, man. It's almost a dream come true, huh? Like how, it how, is my honestly, how's that how's that make you feel? Like I feel like they see us, right? Like so, well, I, so you know not even that, just just talking to like you know, I don't know if we can say their names, but just talking to them behind the scenes just made me feel like they opened the door and welcomed us into their home. And we're like, you know what I'm saying? Not only are we 49er fans or content creators and things like that, we're a part of the organization now. So it's a big thing for us, man. I love it. Yeah. Now, you know, Wayne and I being who we are, all right, let's do a simulcast, right? Let's see if we could broadcast it on our joint at the same time. And they're like, yeah, but nah. <laughs> so what we're allowed we're to do is give you, we're allowed to give you guys a little teaser. But for the meat and potatoes of the show, you guys are going to have to be subscribers. So we will do like a little Can bit of- Can you see me cracking up right now, bro? <laughs> Yo, the way you slid that joint in there, though, was so dope. And they were just like, yeah, so we're going to take control and cut, make sure we cut it off. You don't have to touch it. We'll just cut it out and it'll be straight on our feed. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, man. They, they don't play those games. I, I like it, though. You know what I'm saying? I like it. So this, It's exclusive, this is Mike. It's exclusive. Right. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I see someone saying, well, will Nick, Tony, and Brian be there, too? They will not. Um, those guys aren't available. Uh, so Wayne and I are going to be holding it down for nothing but Niners and the Wayne Breezy channel. Uh, so, you know, you guys get on over there, check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, maybe we'll have some, some, some more exclusive stuff happening while we're there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe we'll have some exclusive stuff happening. Um, I actually thought of something. I got to talk to you behind the scenes and see if we can get some approval for it, but you know, maybe we'll, we'll work something else out behind the scenes also. Uh, and shout out to socios.com. Um, they're, they're, they're doing their thing over there. Um, big up and coming company. So it's, it's pretty cool to see them partnering with the team. All right. Um, now do we want to start talking about this defense? 
You want, you want a plus the, the A plus defense? Oh man, I think A plus is too low of a grade. Like it's it's Mike, like they they if they if this was a high school grade, they're getting college credits for what they're doing in high school. Exactly, exactly. Like, exactly. These guys are out there completely dominating. I want to show this graphic here real quick uh, about the defense here. I thought the 49ers did their thing with this one here. I really, really like this one. They made it look like an old school DVD. Uh, oh, 49ers, like 49ers defense. It says nine tackles for loss, seven sacks, one interception, which was a pick six, one fumble recovery, and zero touchdowns allowed. All right. And then you see Debo's stat line down there 117 all purpose yards, 105 uh, receiving yards, and a touchdown. And you know what's even better about that? Debo was mic'd up. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see the mic'd up segment. They released it today. But if you guys haven't seen it, when this show is over, you know what? Y'all can go leave and watch it and then come back. It's fine. But this was a really, really good one. Um, and this defense, man. You know, you know what I found out, Wayne? What's that? Tackles for loss. And sacks aren't the same. No, they're not. They're not the same. Um, Bro, well, do you well, understand how? I'm... Well, 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 no, no. They well, all right. So if a, if a, if a quarterback runs, it's a sack. Um, it's always a sack. It's a sack. Even Nick, two of Nick Bosa's sacks are from when the quarterback ran, and he was still able to get them behind. The line of scrimmage. I think all the other positions, though, when you're tackling behind the line of scrimmage, is the tackle for a loss. I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, and I don't mind being wrong. I just no, no, no. Yeah, no. Because um, because Lenore was credited with a sack, not a tackle for loss. So it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But the run plays and they don't gain any 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 yardage on it. That's a tackle for loss. This team was living behind the line of scrimmage. Now we can blame it on how terrible. Their offensive line is they they've been shuffling guys around back and forth and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, but I don't care. You can only beat the team in front of you. You know what That's I'm saying? It. You can only beat the team in front of you. And they went out there and they were owning, completely owning the Rams. They didn't have the pressures on there, and I figured out why. Pressures aren't an official stat. No. Pressures are uh what's the word where it's like uh like what you see could be a pressure. What I see might not be. It's a, it's a, it's a. Um, I feel like to define the word pressure when you're looking at it is when they they rush the quarterback and they move on. Like right. you know they get right, but they still might miss because there was a lot of pressure. Dude, we missed four sacks in this game. Right after after watching this defense, I'm like, damn it, Kevin Givens, put your big arms around the guy and bring him. Down. Like I don't know, maybe Stafford's just a bigger guy, but. He missed one. And so if Kali is watching, I hate to say it, Kali, you would have been right because Kevin Gibbons should have had maybe the first sack of the game. <laughs> he kindly missed. But my boy Ridgeway ended up getting one later on in the game. Ridgeway, Aminahue, Ebukam, Lenore. Kerry Hyder almost had a sack too. I'm sorry. That's another they were miss out there. No, they were out there, man. And, yes, Niners for life. Uh, a pressure is subjective because sometimes the quarterback is supposed to slide a little bit. Sometimes they're supposed to move a little bit and it's not all. So pressures are a subjective stat. It's based off of what an individual sees or what they call it. Uh, Callie said it also. Thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, pardon me. All right. So let's talk about this defense, man. Um, 
And I was talking about it earlier, Wayne. I'm going to get your opinion on it. The chemistry in the secondary is incredible. I love that they're playing. This is my side. This is your side. Uh, the safeties are communicating well with each other. Hufunga is all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got to get your thoughts on this, though, Wayne. The report came out today that the 49ers have opened up the practice window for Jason Verrett and Jimmy Ward. Kyle has his presser, and he says there is a chance that they could both play on Sunday. He did go to the pre- he did go to the podium and say that. Would you be so quick to make changes in that secondary? Um, I mean, look, if if I'm all about starting the starters, I, I don't see how Jimmy Ward would 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 make things worse. Um, other than maybe maybe synergy, but I don't know. I, like if Jimmy Ward is ready to go, you you suit him up. If he's ready, if he's cleared, remember we had this conversation. If he's cleared, then you suit him up and you let him play. And so it's unfortunate that our secondary is this good. But if 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 anything was to happen, like Jimmy Ward, if he if he whipped on something, you could always pull him out. And put Gibson back in, but I will tell you this: Gibson and will be active every week. He better he better be active on the active roster every single week. And I talked about this earlier on the show, Mike. We're gonna see something we've never seen before. We're gonna see three safeties out there, bro. We're gonna see four to five formations and dime packages. When there's not even there's not even gonna be four wide receivers out there. We're gonna it's gonna be. Oh, my gosh. I want to go home. It's going to be crazy. Oh, my gosh. I want to go home. Now you're absolutely right. Oh, and another thing is I heard the Niners didn't play a single down in base. No, everything was a nickel in this game. I think 98% or 100%. Like, it was really close to 100%. I think yeah. Everything I, everything I wrote down was nickel. But you know why? You have to do that when you're playing Cooper Cup. I don't know if you have to do that because the Rams didn't run a lot of they, they, let me not say they didn't run a lot. They didn't run as many three wide receiver sets as they normally they do. They ran They're a usually, lot of three wide receiver sets, Mike. You gotta they, you got they everything they did was pretty much three wide receiver sets. You, you gotta remember got, hold, hold on. You gotta understand that they they're Sean McVay straight up copycats Kyle Shanahan. So there are times where that third wide receiver is either lined up in the backfield and you're not accounting him because you're not paying attention and things like that. Just like we lined Debo up, we still got three wide receiver sets out there, but Debo is just in the backfield as a running back. So we're still in 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end, three wide. They did a lot of that. You just you just, just got to pinpoint that third receiver. Because remember and remember Ben Skoronek is a receiver also. So they were interchanging him and Brandon Powell a lot. So they did a lot of three wide receiver sets, bro. No 12 personnel, no two tight end sets. There was three wide receivers out there a lot. They didn't run two running backs at the same time. They didn't run their fullback. They might have lined Ben Skoronek in the fullback spot, but he's still a wide receiver on the depth chart. You get what I'm saying? So there was always three wide receiver sets. They did a lot of that, and that's why we stayed in nickel. All right, now let me ask you this question now. Is Jimmy Ward coming into a no-win situation? 
think think about that before you answer it. I'll elaborate if you want me to, but I'm looking at things. I'm looking at how well uh, the combination of Hufunga and Gibson is, right? Uh, yes. There was a stat that was tweeted out today by either PFF or another yeah, tracking site. 0. 0.0 when targeted. Yeah. Right? It yeah. literally can't get any better than that. You put Jimmy Ward in there, and all of a sudden, there's a, the first deep pass that goes on the 49ers because there hasn't been one all year. The first deep pass that goes, people are going to be like, oh, this is why you oh should have left Jimmy Ward. Right? I mean, uh, right that, that that's going to be the context from what you're saying. But, I mean, the only quarterback, you got to, like, look at the teams we played as well. Like, like Russell, Sim, Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson tested his deep. And one deep pass that was caught was a penalty. So it gets negated. They're going to be quarterbacks that do test his defense. We're going to be playing one in a couple of weeks. So um, I don't care who's out there. That number is going to change. But luckily, the 49ers have been playing over the top defense and keeping everything in front of them. So they're not giving up the deep pass. Uh, they're not giving up the deep looks. And they play a lot of single high coverage, bro. A lot of cover one out there in the nickel. They're like super confident into Sean Gibson and Talanoa Hufunga. It's, it's almost amazing to watch. Jimmy Ward comes back out there. I'm telling you right now, bro, you could you could erase Dre Green, uh, not Dre Greenlaw. Aziz Alshari ain't playing anyway. You don't need Demetrius Flanagan Piles because they're going to make sure that they got one less linebacker and five DBs out there on that field, bro. It's about to be lit. And don't be surprised if Jason Barrett, if he's good to go, he takes over in the nickel. You say you want your best players on the field at all times. I don't think they're going to put him in the nickel. I think they're more likely to put Mosley to the nickel, if we're being honest. But we'll see. We're going to find out. Why wouldn't you rather put him in the nickel where he doesn't have to necessarily, like, go up and down, like, back and forth? Like, he doesn't have to run those routes. He's going to just pretty much cover that slot guy depending on the formation from the offense, depending on their personnel. The type of injuries that Verrett gets aren't from physical contact. You know what I'm saying? So I would rather him be on one side of the field and know he's got to just turn one direction. You get what I'm saying? Where if he's covering the slot guy, they can break in, they can break out, and it's it's more of a reaction thing where if they're on the outside, they, they could still cut across the field and shit like that, right? But He's, he's going to be controlling that more than anything because he can jam and redirect them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, they play, the zone. they play a lot of cover. 49ers play a lot of cover six, too. I don't know if people know that, about that, but that's when your linebackers drop off into zone coverage as well. Like, I, we, got, we got some we got some past defenders. It's, it's some like, talent. It's some talent out there, right? I mean, we saw – we saw um, uh, our, our linebacker Fred Warner break up a touchdown pass to uh, Cooper Cup, to Cooper Cup to... right there on the goal line, right? Like, it, had, come on, man! In my opinion, he had the best PBU of the night because Cooper uh, Cup was catching the ball. Nah, nah, that number seven best. had the best one. Nah, bro, you nah. crazy as hell. Nah, that number seven wasn't dealing with Cooper Cup. I don't care I'm... who the play is. If Cooper, it's Cooper Cup, bro. Like Cooper Cup, you we talking linebacker on a wide receiver, Mike. 
you mean to tell me that ain't the best, bro? Man, you crazy, bro. Was not the you best crazy. PBU. It was a good crazy, one. Bro. It wasn't the you best crazy. one. My I man like, went I out there. The PB, the, P, the PBU turned his head and punched that ball up and out the receiver's hands. That would have been a touchdown, also. Punched that joint right out. Listen, man, I get it. That was one that the receiver had his hands on. I was, I was nervous at first after i saw uh cooper cup the, the break, break pass breakup by uh warner i was nervous they were going to throw a flag because he he had his chest on his back he reached over and around him to break it up i honestly thought they might have thrown a flag there those refs were letting us play a little bit i don't think it should have been a penalty let me be very clear what i'm saying well, was that before or after they called the penalty on fred warner i'm curious i think that was before it the second time it happened they did call Remember when Cooper Cup initiated the contact? He ran through Fred. They called illegal use. They called uh, illegal contact illegal or contact. something like that. Illegal contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all right. But my point, though, is like you said, A++++ plus 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 with some extra credit. Uh, this defense is really, really doing the thing. They're holding us down. Um, and they're making it so that the, the pressure is not on this 49ers offense. And you understand why. They were so adamant at starting Trey Lance now, right? And this ain't going to be about a Trey Lance versus Jimmy thing. But they knew that this defense was going to be working the way that they're working right now. And so that takes a lot of pressure off a first-year quarterback, a first-year first starter, I should say. Let me not say first-year because I know people want to be super technical with what I'm saying. Not calling him a rookie, but a first-year starter at quarterback. Hey, look, we don't need you to go out there and score 40 points a night. We got you, bro. We got you, bro. Get us in the 20s. And we'll do the rest. You know what I'm saying? Like this team. Whew. That's why I said Jimmy has zero excuses, yo. You're a veteran. You are you got the best defense in the in the world. This defense could have won it with Trey. So Jimmy, you gotta go out there and now there's zero excuses, man. You're healthy. It's zero. And I know that yeah. sounds like a lot of pressure, but you've been in the league for a while. He should be able to handle it. Which position group on the defense do you think played the best? I heard you say that you gave the offensive line the highest grade on the offense. Did you flip it over? Did you keep it in the trenches? Did you give the defensive line the highest grade? It's the safe. Nope. I know the defensive line got to the quarterback a lot, but they don't do that consistently. I'm going with the consistent, most consistent group, and I'm not even going to go with the whole secondary. I'm just going to go with the safeties, man. You have to watch them on film, not in the game, because it happens so fast. But on film, they're interchangeable, Mike. Like literally, they they'll go, they'll start, they'll give you a cover, cover two look with two deep safeties, and then one will say, All right, I'll move up this time. Then they're in cover one. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all just started in cover two, and then in a split second, they read what's going on on the offense and cover one. On that pick six, they were in cover one, single high. Sean Gibson was playing deep. Funga knew the play, like it was telegraphed in his mind like he knew what was going to happen he had seen it before and if you look at that play Mike it was crazy because it was like oh snap they're going to go underneath there's the screen play it was the same play to Debo Samuel they had the block set up Ufunga just was like ah nah son you're not going to beat me they beat the 49ers on that play all game it's just that the defense second the secondary swarms to the ball so fast like they didn't give up chunks of yards they were giving up eight yards nine yards seven yards you know they weren't giving up 50 yards 40 yards those type of yards so 
that point, he he knew it was happening. He took a gamble and he caught it and took it into the touchdown. But again, cover one, nickel nickel uh, formation. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. Shout out to Giamadro Lenore. Yes, 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 yes. Another round of applause for. And by the way, everyone deserved a round of applause in this defense. But I'm gonna give it to the guys that people were counting out. You know, you you gave one to Jalen Moore. I did the applause for him. I'm gonna do the same thing for Demo because. There were a lot of people out there saying, you want to do a Lenore, man. What a pass. What a pass. What a this guy. It was Sam Womack season, Sam Womack season. And again, it's not one versus the other, right? I'm not talking about one versus the other. I'm strictly talking about how people were so quick to write one guy off to put in somebody else. And the Niners are like, yeah, but nah, not yet. Pump the brakes a little bit. And that doesn't mean that those guys won't be good or even better than the other guys. But what it means is right now, Right now, we got to go with these guys. And I love seeing that. Allow the talent to develop, man. So shout out to Demo. I, I like seeing that. Um, you know, I think I think the defensive line was the best group. I really, really do. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds weird, right? But I think the defensive line was the best group out there. Um, and those guys were mainly because of the pieces they were working without Kinlaw and Armstead. I think that's why I was so impressed. I was worried that the run game was going to start getting gassed when uh, Armstead left. I knew already that. Can y'all still hear me? All right. Is it raining where you are, bro? Uh, it's like drizzling right now. Oh, cause it was getting louder and louder. And louder. Okay. That's why I asked if they could still hear me. Um, but yeah, so. You know, once Kinlaw went out, I was sitting here like, oh, my God, like, they're going to just start running the ball up the middle on us. And they did at one point. I noticed that they went from – uh, they went from uh, – They went from Henderson. Akers to Henderson. They, they, they were really trying to get Henderson going because he was a bigger back. Right. And Akers just wasn't doing it. They couldn't get Akers involved in the passing game. Uh, but I tell you what, Mike, 49ers front seven – only gave up 56 rushing yards combined. It helps. It helps when when you, when the team got a nice lead too, bro. You know. And can I can I can I give another player some love on on the defense? You gave it to Diamondola Lenore. I'm gonna give it to Drake Greenlaw because everybody wanted his ass fired after the first game of the season, and he's been the most persistent tackler. <laughs> that clap came in out of nowhere. He's the most. He's been the most consistent tackler. Do have fifteen uh, total tackles. He was everywhere. Now a lot of them weren't for loss, but a lot of them were in space where he had to make the tackle. You know what I'm saying? Like he missed that tackle. It could be a big game. So shout out to to Greenlaw. Shout out to him. Just you know being smarter, being like not less aggressive, but just being a little bit more wise on how he plays. Um, and we'll see how he's going to fare when we get some more of those sliding quarterbacks. That was his only Achilles heel. He did have a hit on a quarterback in this game, and I thought they were going to call the flag. I'm not going to front. He, uh, um, the quarterback had uh, – Matt Stafford had slid, but it was – it Is wasn't – he kind of like rolled over him? Yeah. And, and I, he and like I, slid I like, over him real quick? And I was like, oh, no, Greenlaw, stay away. And, but they didn't call anything. Had yeah, he I slid – Feet first, that would have been a flag. 
I think I think the refs were a little uh, lenient in this in this game, man. I, I kind of like the officiating crew. They really let these guys play, and they still call some penalties. Let me be clear here. It wasn't a, um, a, a quiet game or, by any means, but they let them boys play, you know, and I, I think those refs don't want that kind of scrutiny on primetime football, you know. So I like that, man. I like that a lot. Um, we're not going to talk – we're not going to do a preview show right now. I think I'm probably going to do a preview show late – Friday night. I think late Friday night. I'm going to do a, a, a preview show here. Um, but Wayne, let's talk about reality. Let's talk about, uh, you know, just in the moment versus uh, in reality. These last two games were eight and day differences. Okay. On I know that we didn't, you know, score yeah. 35, 40, 50, 60 points or anything like that. But the offense was moving, was moving the ball. And for all intents and purposes, Correct. offense should have accounted for 20 four points then you should have added in the pick six and then uh you know what i'm saying so and there were missed opportunities too like the throw to um Kittle. To the, the one where Kittle's the, line. yeah then that one right so and these, those would have been touchdowns like easily mm-hmm. um but you know we have we always miss opportunities uh and i don't mean to cut you off but mike it's it's coming we just got to be patient like I know we want the 30 points from the offense, but, but it's a, it's the beginning of the season still. And we're just entering that second, the second quarter of the season. Once they start getting into that rhythm and, and start gelling, it's a wrap. Like, I don't think any team. I'm going to disagree with you there. I, okay. That's where I'm going to disagree. I don't think it's coming. I think what we saw in this game, it's optimal offense with Jimmy Garoppolo. No, and so, again, okay, go ahead. There, were, there, were, there were some misplays. There was there was that touchdown that I think in a you know two or three weeks that same exact play will be a touchdown to Kittle. I think Kittle will make sure his foot is in, you know. So that's that's seven more points right there. You know what I mean? I don't think Robbie Gold is missing that field goal again. You know what I mean? That's another three points right there. So what I'm saying is, I think what we saw is optimal 49ers offense, 24, 27 points a game. See, I did I I disagree. Um, and I disagree because we're still missing pieces. So, I tell you what, though, I think the, I think the Jimmy we saw was optimal, but I think the team can still score on offense other ways. You get Elijah Mitchell back, your run game changes tremendously. But I'm sorry, it's it's it, like we like what we're seeing from what we got right now, but it ain't nearly as close to what it was with Elijah Mitchell. And we only saw Elijah Mitchell for ten games last year. We're we're not even going to get. We hope we get ten games out of him this year. So I think that's night and day. Trent Williams would be back. That would be night and day. He's not going to score you no points, but he can help sustain those drives. And I think Jimmy just gets more trust in with his guys as he continues to play. So I think the team can – I think the 30, team putting up 20, I say 24 to 30 points, I think that's something that we, we're looking to see. I, I don't think you're going to get – you might get one anomaly game, where it's like a 40 burger, you might get one. Um, just like we had that really bad game. I feel like the 49ers will get one game that's going to be like, dang, right? And so, I mean, that's just how the universe typically works. You have the worst game of the year, and so now you got to get your best game. It's going to come. We just got to be patient. So that's why I respectively disagree because I think even though Jimmy might have been optimal, I still think he can go out there throw two interceptions and still throw three touchdowns in the same game. Like, we haven't even seen that Jimmy yet. 
So I, I think we're going to get that, Jimmy. I just think we got to give it time. And all, what, the, the, the best way to get to that mode is to win games, whether you win them by five, one, two, half a point, just keep winning. Once you continue to win games, you'll start to see the team just playing so much for one another. And I think that's the key to everything moving forward. I like it. I like it, man. Uh, we're going to get to some of these comments in the Super Chats that are left here, guys. So start typing those comments if you have questions for us to answer. Um, I'm going to get to these Super Chats as well. Uh, Wayne, let me let me just say this real quick and get your thoughts on it. All right? Carolina Panthers. Atlanta Falcons. Kansas City Chiefs. Los Angeles Rams. I know we're not doing a preview show or nothing like that. Give me the 49ers overall record in the next four games. I think they go three and one, and I'm going to leave it at that. Three and one. So what we're doing basically is flipping last year. When we were three and five, now we're going to be five and three. Yep. I'm going to leave it at that. It's crazy because if we had asked that same question prior to this Monday night game, they would have counted both these Rams games as losses. They would have counted the Chiefs game as a loss, and they would have gave us probably those two against Atlanta and Carolina. Mm. You know, it's amazing what one win can do to your perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not it's not just the one win. It's the one win against the team. You just beat the Super Bowl champion. And, and you controlled the game. Now, they might not have controlled the game, you know, Clock. from a team statistical. Right. <laughs> Clock, first downs, uh, third down conversions. Well, I think they I think they won that, but they definitely didn't win on the fourth down conversion. Like the Rams controlled a lot of the team stat categories, but the 49ers didn't need all that. The 49ers won this game throwing the ball more than they ran. Let that shit sink in real quick. Yes, they did. Yes, indeed. And I said that to Tony. I was like, hey man, I wouldn't be surprised if we come out here and see almost 30 passes from Jimmy, you know. Jeff Wilson Jr. still finished the game with over four yards to carry. I know people were bagging on him, right? But he had almost 20 carries and still had – he had 18 carries for 74 yards, 4.1 a carry. And everyone likes to say, oh, yeah, but he had that one big one. He got that one big one last week. He'll get that one big one every single game. That's every what he's single game. That's, yep. what he, that's what the Niners offense does with their running backs, man. I really, really liked what we saw, man. I thought it was a balanced attack. Um when it comes to time of possession, though, Wayne, you were absolutely right. Like, the Niners did not control the clock. It was 25 minutes versus 35 minutes for the Rams, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about turnovers, we won the turnover battle for the first time um, th- this season? Was this the first yeah. time this season we won the turnover battle? Uh, not the we first. Def- I think maybe it yeah. is. I think, I, no, I, we, won it, we won it in the Seattle game, too. Oh, we won it in Chicago, too. We just had too many penalties. It was yeah, a penalty Chica- Chicago. Chicago was a penalty game, yep. Yeah. Um, we had four penalties for only 25 yards. Way to cut it down from what we did against Chicago. Still, I'm, I'm celebrating that. Um, you know, it was uh, the turnovers we, we had. Uh, we sacked them seven times. You know, and here's the crazy part, right? We talked about the time possession. Bro, we only ran 49 plays. That's what I'm they saying. They ran 73 of them joints. 73. A, a lot, a, they, they, they are a screen pass team. I don't care if it's to the tight end. So, and that's what that's why I keep saying, guys, give it some time. Like, we haven't even done the George Kittle screens yet due to the fact that they need him to be an extra blocker. 
right? So it's yeah. all gonna start to come out. Like when you add in that element, and 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 and, and you know what? It's actually a gift because let the league forget about George Kittle and then hit him right when they forgot. And the next thing you know, George Kittle gonna have like 10 catches, 214 yards, two touchdowns. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Keep let let it let it like Jay-Z said it per like you know best, you know, you gotta let your stuff bubble quietly, you know what I'm saying? Before you blow. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I think the 49ers are doing. They're cooking stew in a pot and they got it in the crock pot, bro. They they got that stuff on summer saute. Biggie all day. Yeah. Aftar said our defense plays 73 plays back to back. And you know what? They ain't look winded. Tim Boys was energized. They were energized. Maybe, maybe that's why they like maybe these longer durations of them staying on the field is preparing them, you know. And and, and again, they did it with less depth, right? Because the depth became starters. So right. this team is this team is sharpening their their iron every single week. And finally, like they were able to be, you know, to 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 be triumphant and victorious. You know, it all paid off. Yep. I'm a, uh, we're gonna do our super chat segment here now. So thank you guys. Uh hopefully you guys know what, what it is. We do a super chat segment here. Uh Wayne, I think, has to jump off. So I'm gonna let him go. Um, and I'm gonna respond to all of these questions that we have in here, right? You you're you're leaving now, right, bro? Yeah, I mean, you said I could give you five more minutes. Oh, okay. I got to jump right. on with this, uh, this kid, this young podcaster named Amen the Dream. I think that's his name. He's been asking me to to to, join, to come on the show, and I told him I could do 11 today. I didn't know you it's were not, doing it. It's not I mean the Dream? It could be I mean the Dream. I just like okay. Amen. It sound better. <laughs> I, I Amen. Doom, 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 doom. Remember that joint by Meat Mills? That was so dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They Amen. took the shower music. They took the shower music. Amen. That's, that's shower music. Amen. I, I, I know. I, I'm going to call it. I know. I know. Come I'm on now. Bad. All right. Here we go. So he says, Mike, you think we beat the Chiefs? Um, I'm going to say no right now. I'm going to say no right now because I think the Chiefs defense is not getting enough credit for what people think they should be getting. So, uh, But we'll get to that a little bit later. But right now, I'm going to say no, Fred. Thank you for the super chat, though. Jay's back in here again, man. My problem with Verrett, he came back and played one game and then get hurt again. And this is why I'm not sure you rush to make these changes, Wayne. What do you say to this? Yeah, but, I mean, that was last year, and that's the new year. Uh, the last season before he got hurt, he came back and didn't get hurt again. So it's football, man. Like, it's not rushing and him he, back in there. If he's clear to he play, he's clear, he's clear to play. You know he did I mean? play that. He did play a full season one time. Yeah, and that was after we rushed him back, and he came in that Pittsburgh game. It's so funny. Crazy. What's funny? It's funny him and uh him and and Trent Williams. Who you think has more full seasons under their belt? Oh, Trent for sure. All right, I think I think it's tied. I think it's two two. I think I think you mean it's with too, the 49ers or you mean in, no, in general? They hold they hold career. Both of them have been in the league almost the same amount of time. They might be from the same draft class. They both been in the league hella long. I think both of them only played two full seasons. Oh, I really okay. do think I'm not I, awesome. I'll look it up later on, but I, I think it's tied. I think it's two two. But I could be wrong though. Uh Jaguayo says our D is playing great just the way it is. We good. He's saying that he don't want to see those changes. 
No need to rush back Jimmy Ward. No need to rush back Trent Williams. I mean, uh, Trent Williams. Damn, Jimmy Ward or Jason Verrett. What do you say? True or false to that? Again, if they're cleared to play, that's not rushing them back. Uh, if they're cleared to play, they're cleared to play. They're medically so put, cleared to play. They're putting them in no matter play. what? Yep. Which DB you taking out? Now you got three to choose from. You got Lenore. Well, I mean, like I first. said, you, you're taking out Lenore. And then and then one of those guys are going to be, you know, his seniority, his skill set. You can't tell me that Lenore is better than uh, Jason Verrett. That's like – that's ridiculous. I can tell I can you that take, Lenore is developing. I can tell you that Lenore will be better than Verrett on Sunday. I, but we, but you don't know that because you didn't see Verrett yes, play I yet. Oh, okay. I, I, I know for a fact Lenore will be better than Verrett. I'm saying Sunday because just because Verrett's not in football playing shape and conditioning yet. He looked now, good out there today, but you're right. Yeah, it's, it's but today, it's, well, it's different. No, Today I said wasn't you're right. Right. No, I said no, you're no. right. It's, it's different. No. You know what I'm saying? It could be if if a rep plays. But, I mean, the thing is, you can always pull them out. So what's the problem? So, like, the thing That's is. That's true. Like, as long as they all active, you're right. Yeah, you just pull them out. It's the same difference they did with Brunskill and Burford. It ain't no different. So if they if they, if they give up a big play or if, they, if they're, if, you know what I'm saying, then you pull them out, but you got to put them in. Practice ain't going to make them better. Only game right. speed going to make them better. So when do you do it? If he's cleared medically to play, you got to get him out there. Hey, we get up a couple of scores. We get up two or three scores. You make a, you start pulling some of those guys and putting, the, putting them in? Or you let them start right away? I let them start right away. They're, they I like, were starters. I like your aggressive thinking, bro. I do. I ain't going to lie. Sean Shepard. Thanks, man. He says... uh. He says, is Breezy still having you sleep on the couch? I think they're saying because we fight like husband and wife. I'm assuming that's what he means by that. He said, I'm starting to think Kyle's been exposed since the second half of the Falcons Super Bowl. He can't adjust after halftime. He put together a great team, can't coach offense. Yeah, I mean, the question out there is why can't Kyle Shanahan score points in the second half? Honestly, if Kyle Shanahan put up 30 points in the first half, I would care less, but he's not. So um, it's not – it, but the opportunities are there, Mike. And so – That's what I was going to say. We talked about it in here a couple yeah, times. the execution is just poor. Like, you can't fault Kyle for poor execution. You right. can't. That's not fair. So – We saw the play in a second. Both, all the plays that people put on, on, on social media where Jimmy's missing people. Remember Debo ran out down the sideline, wide open, no throw, second half. Remember the touchdown pass to Kittle when his foot was on the line? Second half. The miss pass. That that touchdown would have sealed the deal. Right. So, you know, and don't forget, we only only scored 14 points in the first half. We only had two touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping that you can get 14 and 14. That's that's what I'm looking for. Right, right. And then you talked about the other miss pass to, uh, you say, the Warner? When was that? Remember when the block, remember we were arguing about him missing the catch? And I thought it was I thought the ball placement was wrong. Like I really I think Warner was looking for it to be inside and then the ball went outside and then right, he had to right. contort his body at the like oh, that was know, first like half, I said. Though. Oh, okay. But still that would have been think, more points. That's why I said I'm we would have had 21 points in the first half. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm saying I think I, I think I, I remember that play, but I 
think that was first half. I think that was first half. But, yeah, no, I get you there. I get you there. Um, but I do think he can coach offense, Sean. I think, you know, this is going to sound like a cop-out. It's going to sound like I'm, I'm, I'm begging please here for him. But the truth of the matter is I really think Kyle just needs a quarterback that will let it rip when he sees it and trust his eyes. I think that's what Kyle needs. Uh, that offense is way more explosive than what Jimmy is capable of, of, of handling right now. But thank you for the super chat. I do I appreciate think, it. I think that's what he loves about Trey Lance. You know what I'm saying? The fact that the kid would just let the ball rip. You know, he's going to miss some throws, but he's going to let that rip. He's he's seeing that that guy, like that guy that's open. He's seeing it. He's letting it go. If it gets there, it gets there. But the only way you're going to get accurate on those is by letting it rip. And I think that's what he right. likes about Trey. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I I agree with you. I agree. I think once we get a better quarterback in there, we'll, we'll see some a difference in this offense. Uh, Troy says, the most underused player by far on the 49ers offense is Brandon Ayuk. If I were his agent, I'd be livid. I wouldn't be livid. Kid's young. Kid's going to get his time. So, guys, Brandon Ayuk is a first-round draft pick. I know it's pitch black. He's a first-round draft pick. This team, like, he's not underused. He had the first play of the game that went for plus yard. Matter of fact, the last two games he did, he had the first catch of the game. It's just Jimmy sees the field differently than other quarterbacks. He sees the field differently than everybody else. Brandon Ayuk does get open, but it's just unfortunate that he's not getting his touches. But he's going to get those touches. We just got to, again, be patient. Remember, this was going to be the Brandon Ayuk breakout season. But who was the quarterback for the Brandon Ayuk breakout season? While we were predicting that to be his breakout season, who were we talking about it being with? You're right. And just to be clear here, like just total number of catches, Ayuk had four, Debo only had six. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so the distribution I mean, is even. Right. I mean, that's 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 what it's gonna be for now. So I'm not I'm not even mad at that. I'm not mad. Nobody else had more than two. Nobody. So I, you know, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um, Mike, I'm gonna go ahead and jump off, man. You handle the rest, and then I'll chat up with you after I finish. All right, man. You be safe over there. What I mean, the dream. All right. Yes, sir. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Let me change my background here. Get this thing off the middle of my face. I can't feel my face. Uh. Sean says, once we go into halftime, he tries to hold on to win to the win. Hold on to the win. Instead of taking it, cause predictable plays. His pass attacks is like 90s Madden game. See, I, I I understand what you're saying when you're looking at the results. Right? But I'm I I promise you, when I go back and I, did I where did we break this play? I think we broke it down on the show. I think it was, I think it was on here. I don't even think it was a Patreon show. Uh the the play where Jimmy stepped out of bounds. I didn't like where Kyle called that play. I think we were too, too, too backed up to the end zone to call that play there, but that play was a touchdown or at least a 50-yard gainer to George Kittle, right? Um, you want the plays to look predictable. That's how you catch the team slipping. You know, when Kyle first got here, we talked about his um, his ability to make plays look a certain way and it's really something else or run so many different plays from the same exact look, right? And this isn't this isn't just me. This is Greg Cosell's of the NFL. These are people who break down film and plays for a living. That's their thought. That's their that's their thought process behind it all, 
right? Uh, the problem is the execution of it. Now, Kyle is not perfect. I said as much as I love that play that he did with George Kittle, I hated where on the field he called it and when it was and when that play was called. That was just not the right time for that play. Great play design, horrible execution. Juice fell, causing Kittle to trip. Kittle gets out a half a beat too late. Jimmy goes to let it rip the Kittle, and Kittle's not where he's supposed to be. He throws it down to the running back, and the play never had a shot at, at being what it was supposed to be, right? You can't fault the guy for that, and that's why it's really tough. It's really hard to, to watch a game, see plays fall apart without seeing the big picture because the TV copy only follows the ball. It's what they do. We don't know the play calls. That's what we do. We just watch, and then we react. And so I completely agree with the sentiment. I understand where it comes from, where you just feel like Kyle's not doing shit in the second half. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. But at a certain point, you got to also start to say, who was the person in the second half controlling the ball, right? The way we're thinking Kyle gets conservative, it might just be Jimmy saying, you know what? We got to lead. Let me take the safe throw instead of the big one there because I might miss the big one. We have to we have to start factoring all that stuff in because I don't see Kyle drawing up all this shit for players downfield if he never intends for those players to get the ball. I just don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case. I could be wrong, all right? I very well could be wrong. And I only played one Madden game in the 90s, so I don't remember. And matter of fact, I think my favorite football game of the 90s wasn't even a Madden. It was uh, Joe Montana Sports Talk Football. And then after that, it would have been game day 98. That was the one, I believe, with Terrell Davis on the cover. So Madden wasn't even my thing in the 90s. I still like the game days. All right? So that's just that. Game day was a shit, man. I keep even talking about that right now. Game day was so good. You play a game day and it was raining. If you made a big tackle, lightning flashed across the screen. Like, bro, that was an incredible game. Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. All right. But, yeah, Sean, no. So I do get what you're saying. I promise you. I promise you. Now, I've been frustrated with some of the calls that Kyle makes um you know trying to run a play like that uh so intricate no space for the quarterback to operate back there it was just it was just not good it was it was not a good call at that time play design was phenomenal though and so it depends on what you're trying to evaluate kyle on when he calls the plays do you want him to just go in there and tell the quarterback no matter what make this throw and we can do that that is very much an option but then people say oh well he's too robotic he he makes these guys do this and do that you got to give these players a little bit of freedom when they're back there. So it's it's going to be give and take. It's it's why quarterbacks get too much of the blame when a team um, loses and too much credit when a team wins. You know, it's why people say, oh, well, Jimmy got us to the Super Bowl or Jimmy got us to the NFC Championship game. But then the Jimmy haters will say, did you watch the games? We didn't do it because of Jimmy. Right. And the same thing can be said for the play caller versus the execution of the play. So we just got to keep that in mind. I'm not telling you guys to feel any different. You don't like Kyle. You guys are over Kyle. That is your prerogative. That is cool. More power to you. But I am going to keep an open mind and try to assess everything as, as a whole and not just one part of it or the results. All right. Jaguayo says Niners only team to not only team not to allow a touchdown in the first half. That's an incredible stat. And I want to say it's wrong. I want to say it's wrong, but I don't I don't think I can't. When did, the, when did the Bears get their touchdown against us? The Bears got a touchdown against us. That wasn't in the first half. I got to look it up live on air. No, they damn sure didn't. 
They really didn't. They didn't get it to the third quarter. And then we know uh we know the Broncos didn't get one to the fourth quarter. Uh 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 uh, uh Amen. Uh 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 yeah, the Seahawks were scoreless in the first half. We know the Broncos didn't get one to the fourth quarter, and then the Rams didn't get one at all. Yeah, how about that, man? Good stat there, man. Good stat, Jaguayo. Thank you very much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Jimmy Garoppolo, the best we could ask of him. No picks, no fumbles, no turnovers, and no points the other way. And not only that, Cali boy, he wasn't sacked a single time either. He wasn't sacked a single time either. Look, if, if we're expecting Jimmy Garoppolo to suddenly turn over a new leaf and start slinging the ball all over the field, we have been – we're hallucinating you know we got to put the shrooms down you know take something else that's gonna mellow you out a little bit you know if but if you're expecting jimmy garoppolo to come in here and just sling the rock all over the field you are sadly sadly mistaken it's it's not how it's gonna go it's never it's never how it's gonna go he'll make a couple of plays here and there but he's not gonna that's not his that's not his mo that's not his mind he don't he don't process that way and you can't change that you can't change the processor and the guy that old and the guy that's been in the league that long, all right? Jaguayo's back again. He says, if D stays hot, we can win all four games. That is true. That is true. But it's going to go – then it becomes about the opposing defense that we're playing. And of those four teams that I just named, uh, Panthers, Falcons, Chiefs, and Rams, the, the defense is in order of how good they are. The first team is going to be the best one all the way down. By far, it's going to be the Chiefs, and then the Panthers are right underneath them, just, just to be clear. Then there's a nice size gap. There's a nice size gap. And then it's going to be the the Rams, and then, I mean, yeah, the Rams and then the Falcons. But the Panthers' defense is nice. I know people don't want to talk about it. I know people are looking at their record and all that stuff, but it's, it's not always what it seems. I promise you. The Panthers are a tough, tough, tough first-half team. I'll be completely honest with you. They're tough the first three quarters. I know this because I have a, a cousin who I'm very, very close with who is a diehard Panthers fan. In fact, he's the one I'm driving down to Carolina with on Friday. Um, and we talk about the games. And he's like, Mike, man, we had it three quarters. We were right there. Da, da, da. And we go back. We're watching the games and everything. And we, we're looking at it. We're breaking it all down. The Panthers are in it. It's their offense. They have the same problem that we have with Jimmy. That, that's what it is. Their defense comes out ready to play but then they get winded. They don't have the depth. They don't have the pieces down below. And so you wear them out for the first three quarters. Fourth quarter, you get to go crazy. So I expect some things to go different. This is not the preview show, but we're talking about how the Niners can't do anything in the second half. Things are going to change this week. Watch. I'm not saying we're going to win. not saying we're going to lose, but things are going to change as far as that second half production that we've been saying has been missing. All right. The last super chat I have started, I got to go back over there. I got 130 more messages in the chat. I got to go back and see. But as of right now, this is the last one I have in here. Uh, you both preaching facts. Yeah, you know, like we try to come on here and keep it real. I know people think that we pander sometimes. I know people think that we, uh, you know, we kind of cater to people's whims and needs and things like that. Uh, that's not how I get down. You know, I like to keep it real. I like to share my opinion as much as I'm allowed to. Uh, but you're not going to get me to say something I don't want to say. You know what I mean? So I try to keep it a buck. I try to I try to keep it a buck. And we do have a couple more Super Chats. Uh, if you guys want to send in any more, now is your chance to do it. Uh, this is the Super Chat segment. And then I will scroll randomly 
and see if I see anything else. All right. Um, Scott Scott Hill, he says, Mike, who do you think will be playing left tackle? More or question mark? Well, McKivitz is injured, um, so I'm going to go with more. And I think more is going to have a solid game, too. I really, really do think uh, more is going to have a solid, a solid, solid game. All right. Um, we should be happy about that. Again, we want to see development of these young players. We want to see these guys come in and really take advantage of the opportunity in front of them. Um, I don't think McKivitz is going to be up on game day. I could be wrong, but again, I'll go back to Tracy Sandler's tweet, which she shared with us in the very beginning of the show. Uh, he is listed here as, oh, hold on a second. He is listed here as, where the hell did McKivitz go? Oh, I clicked the wrong damn tweet. This ain't even Tracy Sandler. Look at my dumb ass. Guys, man, it's been a long day. I apologize. Here we go. Here we go. He's listed here as did not participate, did not practice, okay, um, with a knee injury. I don't think he's even going to be up on game day. So I think the team isn't going to have a choice but to start more. I could be wrong. Um, you know, today's only Wednesday. They got another practice coming up, and then they got the travel. So we'll see how they go. Then they have a walkthrough the day before. Like, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But as of right now, he's not even practicing. I don't think he's going to be up. So it's it's Moore's – it is definitely Moore's uh, spot right now all right uh, i believe there was another super chat too let me get to that one here uh black caesar says nfl 2k for dreamcast all day let me tell you man my uncle had a a, a sega dreamcast huh sega took a trip into the cd world and he loved that system uh there was this game called virtual fighter that is the only sega dreamcast game i played my entire life. I never played anything else. Not one single game on Sega Dreamcast. Something called Virtual Fighter. And I used this old guy who used to drink. He was like this really old man, long white beard. And he would stumble around and everything. He would do a couple of moves and then take a sip of his drink. And he would boom, boom, boom and spin. and take. It was the weirdest thing ever. I don't know if y'all remember that game. Y'all probably don't. Y'all probably think I'm crazy. But that is the only game I ever played for Dreamcast. So I never played NFL 2K. I Sorry. Uh, the only only football games I ever played was Joe Montana Sports Talk Football, um, NFL Game Day, and then Madden. I never played an NFL 2K. I never played it before on any system at that. So that's what I got. That's what I got for y'all. All right. I'm going to uh, see what other random comments there were here. Oh, we, we, I'm lying. We got another super chat that just popped up here. How come they won't play Alfredo Gutierrez? Oh, you want to get me in trouble. Um, how do I say this nicely? Uh, Alfredo's not ready. Alfredo is not ready. All right. Um, the NFL is doing this thing to try to promote international football and things like that. No, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to no comment it. I'm not going to say no comment, but the NFL is doing this thing here, trying to uh, develop international talent and trying to develop international audiences. So he's here, but 
he's been cut, he's been released, he's been brought back, and all that. He and they, he he's he's on a roster spot that doesn't exist. All right, so it's just it's just where we are right now. It's just where we are right now. All right, um, but yeah, no, he's not. I don't think he's a real option for the team. I really don't. All right. Uh, here's the next super chat here. He says, do you know what Jerry was drinking during Debo TD? What Jerry, do you know what Jerry was drinking during Debo TD? I, I'm going to say Sprite. He was drinking Sprite. Final answer. I'm going to go with Sprite. All right. Um, but no, I, I, the real, I, Jerry who? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, was this from the? Uh, this is from you talking about from the, the video from the um, locked on thing. Ginger ale wine. There you go. And <laughs> Mike tapping like Gregory. I I was trying to be nice, bro. I was trying to be nice. You got to chill out, man. You got to chill out. I I'm not going. I'm not going bash my man. Oh, Jerry Rice. Oh, oh. Well, Jerry Jerry Rice. Jerry. That's what we call him now. We just we just on the first name. Be I'm not. Listen, I'm not on a first name with Jerry Rice. Like when I talk about Jerry Rice, it's it's the whole name. It's Jerry Rice. It's not Rice. It's not Jerry. It's Jerry. It's like a tribe called Quest. You got to say the whole thing. You can't call him Quest. Can't call him the tribe. A tribe. It's a tribe called Quest. You got to say the whole thing. Jerry Rice. So I, I had no idea. I didn't, I had no idea what you were talking about. So I'm glad they explained it to me though. But that's cool. No, I I don't know what he was drinking. I have no idea. He probably had some wine. He probably had a little bit of wine. But Kim is out with the MCL three to six weeks. There you go, from Black Caesar's lips or fingertips. You know what I'm saying? So that's what y'all got. They said Mike, Jerry, who? Nah, y'all got to chill. Don't act like y'all knew what he was talking about. And maybe y'all did. Hey, maybe y'all knew exactly what he was talking about. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I've never referred to him as Jerry before. I, I never referred to him as Jerry before. Y'all not going to make me feel bad about that one. All right. Any other questions in here y'all want me to get to before we go? I'm going to answer three more questions if there's no more Super Chats. And then uh, we're going to go. So go ahead and get to typing. Uh, three random questions here. We're going to hide that. We're going to take off the Super Chat segment. Let me let me move that off the screen here. All right. Boom. Uh, and these are going to be part of my final thoughts. My final thoughts are going to be along with the final three question so y'all can go ahead and uh say his mama called him jerry rice like that's what i'm saying right like y'all just want me to say jerry like what was what's jerry you know what i'm saying like i don't know what that is is this a question or is this a uh or is this a request either way i got you bro boom let's go don't i got deodorant on sorry about the white it looked like i'm a little uh ashy in there all right when is the next fan show or call in for the youtube channel I'm probably going to do one, Melissa, the next show on Friday when I'm previewing the game. Uh, this week is thrown off by a day due to us playing on Monday. Normally, we're on Tuesdays. Today is Wednesday. Normally, we do Thursdays. I'm not doing a show tomorrow night. It'll be Friday. But it's going to be late Friday, Melissa. We are driving to Cal- uh, Cali. Whoa. We are driving to Carolina after I get done work. If I can get done work a little early, cool, but it's probably going to be a midnight show our time. So I don't know if you're going to be up. It'll be a 9 p.m. show for the West Coast people uh, somewhere around that time. We're getting right on the road as soon as I get off of work. 
I'm going to come home, hug and kiss my wife. She gets off at four o'clock. Um, you know, I'm going to kiss my kids. We say a little prayer together. When daddy's got to get on the road, we'll do all that good stuff. And then I'm going to be out. So uh, driving straight through. Um, if we have to stop, it'll only be for gas. And, you know, we, we're going to go from there. So that will be the next show. And the only reason I know I'm going to be able to do a show after that is because I have another driver with me. I might end up uh, sleeping a little bit, taking a nap. Uh, and then once we get to the new spot where we're going to be, I'm going to, I know I'm going to have some energy. I'm probably going to want to kill some time and do a show. So worst case scenario, it'll be uh, Saturday morning at best. And if everything goes the way I expect it to, no big traffic jams, no accidents on the highway or nothing like that, it'll be as soon as I get in on Friday. All right. So I hope that answered that question for you, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yo, y'all, y'all foul. Y'all are foul. Uh, Mike, how long have you been growing your hair? Um, this is damn, somebody just asked me this. I know I got my last haircut in October, but I think it was October of the previous year. I don't think it was last year. I think it was, I think it was October two years ago. Matter of fact, yes, yes, it was, it was, it was not last October, the October before that, the October before that, September. I'm sorry, it was the September before that. All right. Uh, Rich says, Mike, when do we get more of a running back rotation? I don't think we're going to get much more of one. The Niners are controlling the clock; they're they're doing what they need to do, and we got to remember something, man. Like, there's no need for a rotation. You know, uh, you look at. Uh, you look at the Seahawks game, right? The Niners, that was the game that we, we ran the ball the most in that Seahawks game. We had well over 20 carries, uh, over 30. We had over 30 carries that game. So, yeah, that's when you want to see a little bit of a change of pace, right? But that's the highest output for carrying the ball all season. The Niners haven't done anything close to that since then, all right? Uh, you look at the Bears game, right? The 49ers had, I'm not counting Trey Lance, just talking about the running backs, right? Uh, 15, 15 carries for the running backs. You're not going to get a lot of rotation there. You got Elijah Mitchell, gets hurt, and then Jeff Wilson Jr. That's the Bears game. Uh, you look at the Rams game that just happened, right? 18 carries for Jeff Wilson Jr. No other running back carried the ball. There's no need for us to switch things up. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, in the other game, it was only 12 carries by running backs, you know. So um, when there's no need for the Niners to change up and add other running backs to the mix. We're not at that point yet. When we get back to the 40 carries, controlling the clock and things like that, that's when you'll start seeing it. But I don't think that's coming down the pike anytime soon. I honestly think that Kyle likes what he saw this past Monday um, with more throws and carries. Uh, efficient throws, effective throws, and 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 dominant defensive performance there. You know, keep the teams off uh, off kilter. You know, catch them off guard, things like that. So I like that. Oh my God, we got a couple more super chats here. I thought I was going home, and I am wrong. I see one, two, three, four more, four more super chats. All right. So let me answer these questions here. I'm actually going to put back up the super chat segment here because. I want to answer these questions honestly and fairly here. Uh, where do we go? Four more? There's four more here. 
All right, Sean says, listen, <clears throat> I've lived it. No? Who can touch Tecmo Bowl? Oh, my God. Tecmo Bowl. Oh, my God. Wow. Taking it back. Real sports fan, Atari, in television. What? ColecoVision. I can't believe I knew how to say that. The first Nintendo, early 80s. Come on. Venture. A square with an... As a sword. Oh, okay. Wow. Be blessed. All right. So you took it. I was born in 83. First game system I ever had. What was the first game system I ever had? And All right. So there's a difference. I grew up in a house with people. So the first game system in our house was a Nintendo. Then there was a Sega. Well, since I, I was old enough to play it, my mom and them had an Atari. They had this game called or the little knip-knop or ping-pong, whatever it's called. I don't know. But they, they have shit like that. I never played that. First game system I remember playing. I do remember seeing the Atari, but I wasn't allowed, allowed to play it. Uh, but I remember playing the Nintendo first. And then we went to Sega. Uh, and then the first game system that I ever had was PlayStation. PlayStation was the first. I, I skipped Dreamcast. My buddy had an N64, so we played that. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. My uncle had a Dreamcast. My buddy had N64. Um, a, a kid that I knew in the neighborhood had a system called Jaguar. I don't know if you guys remember that, but Jaguar had legitimately 30 buttons on the remote. I it was it just like it was the whole alphabet on a remote with arrows and like. It was the craziest thing I had ever seen in my entire life. Like this system, I don't even know why they bothered making this thing. It, it, they probably sold 10 of them in the whole country. But this kid I knew had it. I went to play it one time and I just, I didn't, I didn't care about the game. I went, I was like, each one of these buttons do something different because if not, why are they all on here? Like that was, that was crazy to me. Um, so PlayStation was my first, my first, uh, game system that we had for me and my brother the first game system i ever bought for myself was called a playstation one it played playstation games but it was a mini version of it and it had a tv that you could flip up and it was like the travel version of the playstation i thought i was living in the future like i could plug this joint into the car electrical socket and sit in the back of the car and play this video game with me like and i know that wasn't new because my aunt had the it was a Mark III uh, conversion van with the with the, she had the Nintendo on the one side, the VCR on the other side, and the and the TV in the middle. So I knew like taking a game with you on the road wasn't wasn't new, but this one had its own TV that flipped up like the screen flipped up like how you put the games in on that joint. It was it was the craziest thing ever. That was the first game system I ever purchased for myself. Uh, I never had a PlayStation Two. I, I skipped that and went to PlayStation Three. Uh, and then I had a four and a five, but yeah, so that's my lineage of, of video games and that's a five, right? Yeah. The, the new one is a five. That's what I have now. All right. So, wow, Sean. Wow. Uh, I did play tech mobile, but I felt like that was in the nineties. I, I was talking about football games from the nineties. I don't think tech mobile was a game I played in the nineties. So now I got to Google when tech mobile came out. 
and know that you couldn't tackle uh what was the Raiders running back name? Bo Jackson. You could oh my god, that game came out in 87. Maybe I did play Tecmo Bowl in the 90s. Maybe I did play it in the early 90s. Sean, good call here. That's not the best one I played. That wasn't the best one I played. All right. That couldn't have been it. Um Joe Montana Sports Talk Football came out in 91. Yeah, I remember that. Doom, doom, hut, 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 doom, doom, hut, hut. And then what was the other one? Uh, oh, no, no. Joe Montana Sports Talk Football came out in 93. The other one came out in 91. Joe Montana Football came out in 91. Um, and then, like I said, Game Day 98. I'm pretty sure that was one with Terrell Davis. Pretty sure that was one. I'm, I'm looking up the uh, the covers now. Game Day 98. Oh, no. It says that's Jerome Bettis. Where's the one that had Terrell Davis? Was it Game Day 99? Oh, there it is. That's the Broncos player there. Is that is that Davis? Number 30. Yeah, that was him. So it was game day 99, not 98. Wow. What a trip down memory lane, man. Oh, my goodness. Why did I think it was 98? Ah, you know what? Because the year of the game comes out the year before. Like Madden 15 comes out in 2014. So, Game day 98. I'm saying 98, but it came out in 98. It wasn't game day 99. Renzo, man, short and sweet here. He says, what's good, Mike? Greetings from North North Florida. What's going on, big bro? I think y'all are safe over there, but I'm hoping uh, you and your family are well, getting away from this hurricane and and doing all right out there, man. Uh, Prayers and blessings to everybody out there affected by the hurricanes and the storms in Florida and anywhere. You know, we got a lot of the rain up here, and I'm in Pennsylvania, so – I know all the way up and down the coast, people were getting hit with different things, some flooding and things like that. But I really hope everyone is doing well. And Renzo, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Tara Dome says, Jerry, who? Mike, you are killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. That's funny. I just made my kids watch The Sandlot. That is hilarious. And the only reason I made them watch The Sandlot is because the beast is the kind of dog that we were getting next. And I wanted them to see uh beast in person you know and I, I couldn't think of another way to show him than to introduce him as dad we're getting that dog it's funny because you tell your kids that right but then i didn't realize how much fake like puppets and shit they had as the beast the one that jumped up and caught the ball as it was going over the fence like they exaggerated so much my kids are thinking oh my god we're getting a monster like Daddy's going to kill the whole neighborhood with this dog. They showed the scene where they had the cops and everything coming to get the beast and lock him up and all that stuff. And I'm like, this is not what the purpose of me showing him was. So I had to wait till the end of it. And they actually showed the beast and they let him pet him and everything. And it was a regular English master friendly dog and all that. So that's uh, that's what it was. Talk about an experience. But you're killing me, Smalls. Good quote there. I like that one, Teradome. Uh, but no, I didn't know what he meant by Jerry, man. I'm sorry. All right. Niners for life hits me with the same thing. Jerry who guys, I'm sorry. 
I am sorry, okay? I don't know what else you want me to say. I made a mistake. My bad. Uh, but that's Jerry Rice. You got to put some respect on that man's name. I'm not. If, if any of y'all saw Jerry in person, you saying, hey, what's up, Jerry? Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. Y'all not going to be like, Jerry! No, it's going to be like, Jerry Rice. Y'all all, all going to say Jerry and Rice together. All right? And then there's one more super chat in here. I'm going to get to this one. I'm going home, man. Atari. Are, the, are these all different Atari systems? Oh, these are the bits. No, it's not bits. These can't be bits. What is Atari? They go, they're doubling in numbers. Atari 26. All right. This is, I think, that's the Atari we had. It looks like it. Let me look up the 52. Yeah, no, nah, we didn't have this one. This is this is ugly. Ew. You definitely didn't have that one. And then what was the other one? 78, right? Everything is going up increments of 26. So 78. Let's see what that one looks like. Ugh. We had the first Atari. Yeah, nah, man. We didn't have anything with silver. Look, this one got a rainbow going across the front of it. Look at that. That shit had color. That's crazy. Look at this. Ooh. This makes me want to go out and get an old game system. But see, like, I can't even play old games because, like, the old games that I miss are games like uh, Altered Beast, Michael Jackson, Moonwalker. Those are the games that I miss. I don't want to play no Pitfall Harry. You know, that, that I don't like any of this shit. Ugh. You dinosaurs. I'm kidding. I love you guys, man. Not calling any of you guys dinosaurs. I love you all. Thank you all for your time, for your efforts tonight. You guys have been keeping uh, the show going, man. I really, really appreciate you guys. And just one more reminder for everybody who has stuck around so far. You guys are phenomenal. Make sure you guys, if you can, if you can, head on over to supporters.49ers.com, guys. Uh, Wayne and I's dreams are coming true. The 49ers. The actual team has recognized us and our efforts here in the social media space, in the in the uh, content creator and influencer space, and they have us doing a show for them this Tuesday on their website, supporters.49ers.com. All right, and Wayne and I have it Tuesday, October 11th. The show will be going live 12 o'clock for those people on the East Coast. I mean, on the West Coast. 3 p.m. for the people on the East Coast, all right? That's where you guys can catch it. Make sure you guys get on over there. Show your boys some love. We really appreciate it if you can do that. If not, we also understand we'll do as much as we can for you guys still, all right? Uh, that's going to do it. Love you guys, man. Y'all be good out there, all right? For real. Look at this. Look at look at, look at at y'all talking about these old video games, man. Yes, I am going to the Panthers game. I will be there in person. We leave on Friday, all right? We are be we will be there on Friday. All right. Y'all have a wonderful night. Y'all be safe. Take care of yourselves. All right. And keep those positive energy and good vibes coming. All right. We really appreciate them. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always, and damn it, I mean always, remain faithful. One.
We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we them nothing but.